What is up, everybody? This is a Growing Up Italian podcast, and today we have special guest Gianvito Finelli. Ciao, Gianvito. Come stai? Ciao, Sabino. I'm fine. Thank you. Sto molto bene. Grazie. Thank you for your time. So, Gianvito is an expert on Puglia. So, for anyone that is interested in going to Puglia this summer, he's going to give you the top five most important things to do there this summer. Yeah, it's very hard to find uh, only five things to do, but I will try to, you know, to give you a glimpse of Puglia because it's a very, you know, long region is the hill of Italy. So from the top side to the bottom side, there are very different environments, traditions, food. And so uh, if you have uh, a few days, they're not enough, definitely. But I will try to give you, you know, some hints to, to discover it. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So what's the first thing to do when you're there? The first thing, when I come back home, uh, I lived in Milan. I've, I've lived in Milan for 10 years. And the, the, the first thing that I, that I did when I came back to Puglia, to Conversano, which is my hometown now, I live here in Conversano because of the pandemic. I moved here, I'm working from home. But the first thing is the ice cream, the gelato from Franco of the Café dell'Incontro, which translates basically meeting uh, cafe. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a restaurant in New York called Trattoria L'Incontro yeah. too, in a store. Yeah, I think it's a very, you know, used name here in Italy. Yeah. And this bar was created uh, um, 40 years ago. So it has a long history, Franco, has been working as a you know gelato maker since he was 13 so it's and now he's more than 70 years old so he's very good super experienced it. super experienced and you should try you know hazelnut the bacio nocciola. nocciola the bacio which is uh, gianduia you know gianduia yeah. the, the the chocolate from yeah. piemonte and and the panna how to translate pan? I don't cream. remember. Cream. Cream. Okay. Double. double Not one, cream. but double, of course. Double. Yeah. Doppio. Doppio crema. Doppio. Doppio, doppio, doppio panna. And then also, I wrote an article on Italy Segreta, which is this famous magazine that is followed by many Americans, people from, you know, uh, abroad. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy because they are giving a uh, a new perspective perspective of, of Italy. They are, you know, uh, giving uh, um, more light to really the secrets of Italy. So Franco is, uh, you know, a master, but he, he was not very famous outside, you know, Conversano. So I was really, you know, happy to have this space because he prepares this ice cream, which is called Spumone. It's very hard to describe it for me. So I would just, you know, give you the link. Maybe you, Sabino, can yeah, add we, this what link we'll do, to the What we'll do for everybody listening is we'll put all the links to the places you're talking about in a, in a little, in the description here, of, along with all of Gianvito's stuff, which we'll get to in a little bit. And you can literally check out everything there. So everybody's yeah. on the same page. And this, this ice cream cannot be eaten in the street because, you know, you, you need a plate. It's a uh, and it's a tradition from Conversano. Actually, it is a tradition from Southern Italy, but in Conversano, we have a special recipe. 
And this gelato was also sent, uh, you know, when we have weddings, it was sent like a gift from the couple that was getting married. So it's very part of our tradition. Of the culture there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of the Puglia, Puglia cult uh, culture. Yeah. Then the second thing is we go north, the north of Puglia, we go to the Gargano. Mm -hmm. Gargano is a really nice uh, area of Puglia because you have mountains and sea and forest. So you go up to the hills and you see the sea, but also you have the forest with, you know, big, very big trees. And it's very, you know, it's, it's an amazing, uh, uh, you know, Puglia is flat, is a flat region. It's the only region without high, high mountains in Italy. Mm -hmm. So this place is the only one that has uh, higher hills. Mm -hmm. But in Peschici, which is a, a very nice town by the sea, there is this restaurant from a, a friend of mine, Domenico, which is called Altrabucco because it is based on a trabucco. The trabucco is a really old machine that was used, was used by, by the fishermen to, to fish. And uh, it's very strange because there's a lot of, you know, many cables. It's a very, you know, ancient tradition in the Adriatico side of Italy the part that uh, sees the Greece, the Albania yeah. and so it's on, you know, that part. And uh, uh, so it's, you know, it's amazing because you have a very good dinner or, or, or a very good aperitivo uh, um, while there is the sunshine with this magnificent, magnificent, sorry for my English, but I'm oh, you're, good, you're so, good, you're good. Yeah. Um, this beautiful machine, which is uh, the old one that was uh, created by the grandfather of Domenico, which is my friend. So it's a very long tradition there long tradition. as well. Yeah, yeah. And you can eat very, very well there. Yeah, mangia bene. Yes, you can eat the best fish also because what I like of them is that uh, they serve you uh, uncommon fishes. So not the most famous one, but because of because of they are fishermen, they know about the yeah, yeah, they know most famous fish. And so you discover a well, lot of fish. I tell you something, when I think of Puglia, you wanna know the first thing I think of? Like I'm not even gonna lie to you, I'm gonna be honest. I think of an octopus with the head. Cause I, you know the octopus like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. That is that is a tradition in Puglia. When you go to the beach, maybe you see a lot of a common man, not fisherman. So it's, you know, it's a tradition from for, for, for the people, not for the fishermen. They, uh, you know, pick, I don't know what to say, they fish this octopus going uh, yeah. uh, uh, under the, the water. And then to make it tender, they have to uh, make smash this it. movement. Yeah, to smash it. And uh, the vegans are not very happy with that. When I wrote the, 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 uh, the story of the Bari under La Lance, which is uh, an area in which you can see a lot of these men doing this, uh, <laughs> these movements, they were very angry. 
I wrote it on Manchu, so that could be read, uh, yeah. right as well. Yeah, Maybe for everybody, for everybody listening, Gianvito works for Munchies Italian and Italy Segreta. So he, he always writes these articles. And of course, what you write is super respected. And they kind of blow up. So that's why, you know, I kind of came across your page. And I was like, this guy would be a perfect guest because we have so many people that want to go to Italy and especially Puglia. So that's why I had to interview you and I had to get your top five places, top five things to do there. I'm very happy about that. Also, thank you for inviting me because of course, of course. I can practice my English also. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> and so... Um, we can move from the Bari in Derlalands to the Bari old town, which is, in my opinion, you know, the Apulian old town. You know, is when that, you go- Is that what you have when, in the back right there? No, this is Conversano. This is the oh, castle Conversano. of Conversano, which is my, my town, my hometown. The Bari's uh, old town, you know, is the common typical Apulian old town. So you have a lot of, um, how to say, you know, the, um, the laundry, the laundry drying like the clothes, on the, the balcony. Clothes, the clothes hanging. And yeah. people, like, listen, where I come from too in Campania, it's like that istretole, like those little, yeah. like, inside exactly. the town, no cars, like you got to walk to wherever just you want to go. Just scooters, just scooters. You, you have people screaming, but... Uh, the most important thing is that if you go on Sundays before lunch, you can smell the flower of the ragu. You know ragu? It's kind of a sauce with meat inside. Yeah. In Puglia, we have the ragu with bracciole. Bracciole are... We, we do that like Sunday sauce every Sunday, yeah. Yeah, That's what we yeah. Call it. and that is very typical because you have the sounds... You have the architecture, but also you have the smell, yeah. you know. Did you so know some some Italian Americans call ragu Sunday sauce gravy? No, no, but mm -hmm. I need to. No. no, you know that, right? Like in Sopranos, they call Sunday sauce gravy. Sunday sauce. I, so, I never. So, like a lot of Italians argue with each other because mm -hmm. some people call it sauce, and then like ten percent, the little percentage call it gravy. So okay. whenever someone calls it gravy, they're like, you're not a real Italian, blah, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I feel like uh, Italians, Italians in Italy don't even know about that. Because I was with um, Piero Armenti from El Yeah, Mirazzo, New he's York. from Bari, right? No, he's from Salerno. He's from Salerno? He's from Salerno. I was, but he, I was, I was with him the other day, and I'm going to meet him tonight. I was telling him about sauce and gravy, and he was like, what? Like, he never heard of it. Yeah, but, but also, you know, there's another uh, recipe that is not known in uh, from Italians, which is the fettuccine alfredo. Yeah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist in Italy. Chicken, but... chicken parmigiana, too. <laughs> also, also. Also. We could go all day about this. But uh, what else? Don't. What else? What else were the places to go in, in, uh, in Puglia? Okay, let's talk about food, but real Italian food. So another I, I like I like that transition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another you you Americans have a lot a, a very you know a great tradition about meat. Uh -huh. There's a friend of mine that 
uh, is very, you know, expert in barbecues, sauces, kind of preparations. But also in Puglia, we have one special preparation, way of preparing meat, which is called fornello, that literally translates like little oven. Oh, yeah. For, okay. Forno. Forno is right. Yeah, it's forno, but little. Chiquito. Yeah, it's kind of a pizza oven. So you put uh, actually um, coal inside, carbonella, yeah. which is kind of a coal. Yeah, and, not, not uh, wood, not legno. It's just these little coals. No, they, they, they put also wood, like uh, olive tree wood. Okay. That is, you know, we, we are full of olive tree and also of an allergy of olive tree. So I know that there's a many here. Uh, you know, we have... You're, yeah. you're allergic to olive trees? Yeah, that is a very big issue for me. And how the hell, how do you live in Italy? <laughs> no, when I, when I was living in Milan, that was not a problem. The problem yeah. is that I came back here to in Puglia and in this moment, actually, maybe two weeks ago, it was like the peak of the flowers of the olive the pollen that the is pollen, yeah. i was dying like like i couldn't breath it was a disaster it was a disaster but same, i'm here same here bro thank god <laughs> so the fornello they put the little coal and then do they actually put the meat in the oven too yeah they, like smoke yeah there's two important thing, things to to say one is what you put inside the most famous you know uh kind of meat is the bombette which translates little bombs because they have the form of little bombs, actually, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, like polpette, they are made with uh, capocollo, which is this part of the pork, kind of uh, am. Not, not gabagor. Not gabagor, yes. <laughs> There's no translation. <laughs> and you put cacio cavallo inside, which is a typical, uh, you know, cheese from the Southern, southern Italy. Southern Italy, yeah. And, uh, and so then you roll them, you know, you roll the capocollo around the, 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 capo, the sorry, the cheese, mm -hmm. and then you put them inside the oven. But it's different from the barbecue because in the barbecue, you have the fire below the meat. Yeah. So the meat uh, can get burned in a way, and that is good. But also with the fornello, Instead, you put, you know, you have the walls of the fornello, the oven. You put the meat on the sides of the fornello. So they get, uh, you know, the, um, the heat indirectly. So they are very tender. They are very golden. So you experience a different uh, taste of meat. Slow cooked. Okay. Yeah, it's very slow. In fact, you have to wait from 30 to 40 minutes at least. And the other important thing is that it, it is very cheap. So you eat a lot of meat, a lot. It doesn't end. It seems like the dinner could, cannot end. And that is- That's something I would want to go to. <laughs> yeah. And also there's another, another important um, meat here in Puglia, which is the zampina, which is a sausage, but uh, with the form of a spiral. And inside the sausage, they put uh, tomato. So it's very red. Okay. It's 
tastings from a place close to Conversano, which is called San Michele. It's like it's like is, this. It's like a pinwheel. It's like like Soria. It's like, like a, a spiral. You, yeah, yeah. You know, a spiral. We, we call those pinwheel sausage. Okay, okay, yeah. Maybe it's I, like that. I have someone partying out here. I don't know if you could hear. Hold on. That's that's great. After two years. This is this is Brooklyn right here. We're in Brooklyn, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the bridge. Yeah, Very exactly. Sure. Hold on. Let's wait uh, till he passes. Let me pause it one second. Not a problem. All right. Party's over. We're back. <laughs> Sorry, John V. Don't. We were partying. We were partying. Yeah. So and then it's unlimited meat. You know, good price. In Italy, you know, the thing about Italy, especially the southern Italy, se mangia bene for a little money, like cinque euro, you could feed yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about it because when I was living in Milan, that was, you know, one of the issues of living in northern Italy because it's more expensive than, uh, than living in the, in the southern Italy. Uh, and so I know about it. Uh, here, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, it feels weird to me when I go, you know, buying something to eat and it's very, it's very, you know, cheap, but tasty. And so that, that's good for me. Yeah. You're like, is, is there something wrong with this? Why is it so cheap? No, I think that uh, in Milan, the, the, you know, in big cities, the problem is the rent of the places. So maybe... It's not the food. And it's the people, you know all people the... that live there make more money too. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. you could sell things for more. Like in Italy, southern Italy, there's not as many jobs, so people aren't just gonna buy it. You know what I mean? If it's yeah, too yeah. Much, not gonna buy it. You know? Yeah, it's like uh, like New York, like California. You know that in California they have uh, very high you know wages because they have to afford very expensive houses. So it's yeah, it's yeah. the same. It's a thing. In fact, I, I was saying, I, I was, I, I wrote an article for Vice uh, about my experience as South worker. You know, in Italy, we created this uh, word, which is South working. In Italy, for remote working, we were using uh, smart working, which is not used actually in the US or in uh, England. And uh, this, there was this, uh, this, this organization that created this concept of self-working mm -hmm. and I interviewed five people that moved from the city to islands to very uh, little town in Italy and I'm one of them and I saw that also in the US there was kind of a similar movement with people moving from San Francisco to maybe cheaper cheaper yeah. towns now I know that they are, you know, the organization, the companies are calling them back. Uh, I'm, I don't know about my future. Yeah. But that was interesting to see how things going on in Italy were very similar to the U.S., which is Everybody. totally different. Because, yeah. you yeah. know, we just, had a, we just had this whole thing going on so people can go live somewhere else for cheaper, especially a guy like you. You could work from wherever if you're doing interviews, writing articles. Like sometimes you need the experience, but sometimes, you know, you could just do interviews from where you are yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. still do it. Another thing I want to tell you, you know, Vice, the headquarters are right by us over here in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yeah, I know. I know. Five minutes for me. There's, 
Uh, I know that there's a very big kitchen in the in their headquarters where they yeah. they prepare the recipes for yeah. for manjis. Yeah, and, like all the cooking stuff uh, they do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Vice, my opinion is a very interesting magazine because uh, at least with manjis, I've had the opportunity to speak to to write about very interesting topics about Puglia. Now I'm writing an article about. Uh, the pallone di gravina, which is uh, a cheese with the with the shape of a ball, which is made in gravina, and um, they put it inside caves. You know that the cheese has to be stagionato. I don't know yeah, how to say. It. Has to be it's aged. Just, yeah, has to be, aged. Has to be yeah. aged, and they put it inside the caves. The how caves. long? Three months. Mm, yeah, from three months at least. Otherwise, they cannot because it's a slow food. Uh, you know, it has a certification certificate which is slow food that is very famous here in Italy. Yeah. It's an organization that cares about how you produce the food. So uh, how you, you know you don't use any kind of uh, chemicals, but also you respect you respect the rights of the workers. All the stuff that you need to have good quality food, and this this cheese is one of them. It's funny because cajun cavallo, I like it better when it's not too stagionato. I like it when it's still like a little soft. Because you know, yeah. the more yeah. it stays, yeah. the harder it gets, and the more yellow. Yeah, yeah it depends on your uh, also on your taste. I like the very aged, uh, you know, cheese, but actually I like all of them. Like burrata, oh, you know. cheeses are good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a good tradition in Southern so, Italy. So, what what else would you do in Puglia? We're, I think we're up to number four, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I will tell the, the the last one. It's not very easy to me, but I would I would like to promote Taranto. Taranto is one um, is a, a city famous, unfortunately, for um, an industry. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, they produce steel. It's very, it has poisoned the city for years, but actually, so most of the people know about Taranto for this problem, but actually it is a very, very, very beautiful city because it is the city of the two seas. It has two seas actually. It is on the Ionio side. So on the bottom side of the Italy, of Italy. Oh, it so has you, a have, very, you have both the, Adriatic and uh, no, it's the Mare Ionio, Mare Ionio, which is the third sea. You have Adriatico, oh, Mare Ionio, and Tirreno. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. And uh, it, it has this golf, 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 yeah, golf, yeah, yeah, of Taranto, and uh, it's a very beautiful city because it was one of the capitals of the Magna Grecia when the Greeks came to, to Italy and built all the temples that you can see in Sicily. You know about the temples in Sicily, Tarmia yeah. the Tarmia Theater, but also they were in Taranto. So they left a lot of, they have a very good uh, museum, archeological museum, for instance, one of the best in Italy. Mm -hmm. And also they have a very, uh, you know, old town because it's not full of Airbnbs, and souvenirs, shops, but it's it's you know, it's lived by the real people. So you can feel the real life of Taranto, 
not a fake one, not a touristic one. Yeah, you go there that, and that's you where, the, That's where people you know? who really live in, in body and Puglia like really live there. Yeah, exactly. And then you can also have good food like fish because they are, uh, you know, by the sea, so they know about food. And also they, they invented the, the, the puccia, which is a kind of a panino, a sandwich made with, um, you know, uh, like pizza, but with the shape of a panino. And they put it inside the uccelletti, which literally translate like little birds. Don't ask me why, because I don't know. That is yeah, it's cavallo, of course. And then they rolled spec that is from Trentino. So oh, I don't not, know why. It sounds good. But it's delicious. So it sounds that's good. Enough. It sounds good to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And so this is the fifth, my fifth suggestions for, what? for, for before, food. Before we wrap up, I do got to ask you something. Yeah, of course. As, as far as like all the Italians in the world, Puglia has the, the reputation of having the craziest dialect. Shemoni, Shemanu. Oh, yeah. Is there anything you could tell me about that? Like, why is the dialect so crazy? Is it because so many like Greeks used to live in and body? Yeah, like, definitely. We, we, we have some words that are exactly the same of French, for instance. Mm -hmm. The tirabusho, you know, the, 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 the tool that you use to open the wine bottles. Uh -huh. Called the same in Puglia and in France because, of course, we had French, but also we had Spanish. So it's a very, you know, Puglia is is famous because of the the people of Puglia are very welcoming, and I think that is because of we our history is full of, you know, foreigners coming coming to in Puglia. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, San Nicola, which is the, um, the saint that prote protects Bari, is from Russia. So there are many Russians coming to, to Bari, for instance. So from the very east of the Europe, but also we had influence from Greece, from Spain, from France. So it's a, it's a mix. And the, 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 the fun thing is that the dialects can change in five kilometers. So if I go to Polignana Mare, which is just 10 minutes from Conversano, the dialect is completely different. We use different words to, to, to say the, the same thing. That is crazy, my opinion. Because in other places of Italy, it's not like that. It's more similar the way they speak. Instead in Puglia, for instance, if you go to Salento, it's completely different. Yeah. It's another language. I also guess they everybody settled, that. like, you know, the words get changed up a little bit, you know? Yeah. But you yeah. still understand is, everybody at the end of the day. You find a way to understand people, no? Yeah, it's not. Or uh, you not understand? Because, like. Depends. It when, depends. When this, talk, it is hard. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, what the? Like, this is Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. Huh? The, bar the true Baresi are hardly uh, understandable also by me. Because they are very, yourself? yeah, because they speak very, very, very fast. Can you give us an example? Also, 
I, I okay. There's a famous um, phrase, which is a sciolilingue. You know, sciolilingue. It's uh, it's a phrase that is hard to um, to say. A, a, tongue, uh, a tongue twister. Yeah, that's we call correct. that tongue. Yeah, that is. That means if we have to go, let's go. let's go. If we don't have to go, we yeah. don't go. I know, I know that one because yeah. I have Barez friends and they say that every three minutes. Yeah. You know, fair. if you're Barez, you can't go three minutes without saying that at least once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is one of the phrases that if you want to learn the, the body dialect, you should uh, be able to, to say. Otherwise, you are not, uh, you have not learned, uh, you have not learned at all. So, of course, you have to tell it. Listen, Gianvito, tell everybody a little bit about what you do now, like on an everyday basis. Let's plug okay. in all your work, you know, and also everybody, Gianvito is going to put, give me all the links to put in the description, and he's also going to have all his projects. So, what you're about to hear, he's a, an incredible content creator, great writer. This is a guy you definitely want to follow what he's doing. We've actually posted some of your clips on our page. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, the one from Giovinazzo, which is beautiful in my opinion. Yeah. I was very lucky because yeah. I got that moment. Yeah. yeah. That was for my, actually, I'm a designer. Okay. I'm a content designer. So I work for a consultancy studio, which is called Tangity. That is my, you know, nine to five job. That's what pays your bills. Yeah. And makes you eat. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky because uh, as a designer, I, I have fun doing my job most of the time. But then I have, you know, this urgency to tell about Puglia. So I started writing for Manchis because I wanted to create the guide of the best panzerotto which is a food that you definitely have to yeah, try. Yeah. I, I know panzerotto. They're like croquettes. We call them croquettes, no? Like with potato. No, there's, no, there's different ones. There's different ones because then there's with bread. Different. It's Calzone. like calzone. In Campania, it's called calzone. Or it's like uh, pizza fritta, fried pizza. Yeah, because in my town, they call panu panuzzo. Right? Okay. No, panuzzo is uh, like puccia. It's like a pizza with the shape of a panino. That is one difference of the words because in Campania, the panzerotto is like a croquette, but in Puglia, the panzerotto oh, okay, okay. is it. an half moon of pizza. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how to like say. A calzone, like a calzone. Like okay. a calzone, but fried with tomato and mozzarella inside. And also- Fresh tomato though, or tomato sauce? Tomato sauce, tomato sauce. Okay. And also we, we do it with the meat or with the cime di rape. You know the cime di rape? I don't know. To... Yeah, broccoli rabe, no? Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, blended. Yeah. It's, so it's almost like a green sauce. Depends, depends. It's not blended. It's uh, salted with oil, anchovies, anchovies and uh, yeah. garlic. Okay. And uh, if if you want a spicy, more spicy, a spicier one, you put uh, um, pepperoncino. Yeah. You know the the the, 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 the red chili, pepper. The, yeah. yeah, the pepper. I stay Sorry, away from my, that stuff. 
I don't I don't speak English talking about food very often, so I need to remember. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'm I'm getting super hungry right now. Just talking about all this food. I'm sorry for that. I know that in New York there's a very uh, good Panzerotti makers. I don't remember the name, but I know that they are from Bari. So I will yeah, so make a research. For... I think I heard of them. They're in the city. I think. I don't. I don't know precisely, but I know that they are good. Someone told let, me. Let me know, are, let me know when you find out, because I'm curious. Yeah, they are from Bari, I think. And then I was, I was explaining. So my, you know, uh, you know, my hobbies in a way are writing. And then I started this Instagram profile, which is growing fast now, and I'm very happy of that. Uh, which is called Vitalenta, that means slow life. Bro, I love it. Yeah, I love, I love that page. I love the. I love the whole concept and idea, man. It's smart. And that is, it's basically like Vitalenta, slow life, enjoy your life. And it's like showing these non-needies people that are just like, like you had the guy in the pool, just chilling, like in the, in the boat, just chilling. Um, The guy just like, like you said, all the clothes, clothes hangers, like that's great content that people just look at. And like, you, you just got to walk around and catch the moment. It's not easy, but like, you know, like people yeah. like me that live in Brooklyn, we don't see stuff like that every day, you know? Yeah, that, that was, I, I think I, I had that idea of Vitalent that was, of, of course, that was not planned. Of course, it's not planned. It was, I was living in Milan. That is similar to New York. I think it's not very, it's not as fast as New York, but it's, um, uh, you know, it's a big city compared to the one in which I live. Mm-hmm. So I was living a very fast life. I was, you know, traveling a lot to go to the office. You know, there's, a, there's this kind of rhythm in the city. But when I came back to Puglia, I was enjoying the, you know, I call them the purest moments. Like just enjoying the moments, chilling, like walking in the streets, hearing the sounds, having the sun kiss you, that kind of feeling. And then I have, I had this vision in my mind. I should, you know, um, I should just record them and show to the, to the, the, to the social network because of, I lived in the city and there were people like me that were in need of that kind of content. And there's a lot of people that write me, I need this page, you know, kind of, retreat but digital and then of course in the social networks also you have this compulsive uh behavior like you were talking about tiktok before i don't use tiktok very much because Mm -hmm. what i found is that i got addicted to that and that was scaring me i know that uh you know what happens to me but i cannot stop it and so I tried, you know, I called it a quiet place on the internet because the internet today is very chaotic. It's like a city. So I needed a place to escape. And so if you go on this profile, on the Instagram profile, it suddenly, you know, slow your, your pace. It's kind of a retreat in my opinion. I like it, bro. I like it. And honestly, I think anybody that's been to southern italy the little towns like where we grew up 
you look at that page, you can't help but think of your nonni and your family and like kind of the, the summers in Italy and like growing up, like yeah, it gives, it gives you that nostalgia, you know? So everybody make sure to follow Vita Lenta, Gianvito Fanelli. What you have another project too, right? That, uh, uh, yeah, yes, I've got a newsletter, but it's Italian only, so I don't know if so for anybody that's that reads Italian that would be interested. What is that one? Yeah, called? It's, it's called in Italian, in Italian, La Colazione dei Campioni, yes, which yes, is the, Breakfast of the Champions, which is also a famous book by Kurt Vonnegut. Um, and so that is a newsletter regarding contemporaneity because I'm a designer, so I speak about what happens in the world especially with the lens of technology. So I speak a lot of, about the US, of course, because of the many companies that, you know, shape the world in which we live. Yeah. And I, I, will, I just want to say something to you. I received a video from New York for Vitalenta. So there's, uh, you know, there's some Vitalenta also in New York, I think. Really? You, you guys send me which one that is. Yeah, yeah. I need to find it. That was laundry, you know, drying in the streets that maybe is not very common in New York. I don't know. But uh, I imagine one, one imagine from New York. Bande in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I said, okay. And it was, an Italian, it was an Italian lady? No, I don't know. It was from an American uh, lady because oh, okay, there, okay. Are, there are many Americans that follow the page. Yeah. I received also videos from California which is great for Vitalenta, so you, I think. You take submissions too? Yeah, most of the videos are from for submissions. Wow. So if anybody has any videos of Vitalenta, the slow life, enjoying life, nice and easy, make sure to send it send it in because you'll get tagged and all that. Yeah, of course. There's, I, I have a form, a link that I send to the people tag, can tag the page. Then I, I read all the messages. And when I found something interesting, I just send this link and they can submit it. Uh, in, I like that. Uh, in I like minutes. that. I like that you do that. Gianvito, listen, before um, I'm going to stop the call, I'm going to talk to you afterwards for a little bit. But is there anything else you want to tell everybody before we go? No, but I just want to, you know, if anyone can give me suggestions for New York uh, beside you, because I want to come to New York. Please write me so I can. Uh, I, I want. I want to eat the best hamburger in New York. The best course. hamburger. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I in Milan I tried Five Guys, which is an American brand. I think that was. That's a good fast good. food one. That's a good fast food one. That was good, but I want to try. You know, the real hamburger in New York. So please send we me. We set that up. We set that. Yeah. Okay. We set that up. Right, I'm and then of course, that. and then of course. I, I wait you in Puglia, you and all, you know, the, the listeners, if you want, if you need suggestions, please write me and I will try in the DM, DM in, uh, in, on Instagram or to my email, you can find it online and I will try to give you as many suggestions as I can. Absolutely. You're, you're a real one. You're going to have a lot of emails. I'll tell you that much. I hope so, because I like a lot to be what we call in Italy, a cicerone, you know, yeah. A person that, you know, gives you uh, suggestions well, on how to... And, and to likes go. to talk, too. Like, likes to likes to have a lot of people to talk to, you know? You're so, yeah, a social I, butterfly. Yeah, yeah. I like to, to exchange, you know? 
stories. So well, that's, what life's, that's what life's all about, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So please, if Everybody, you come to Puglia, write me. Out.